Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good Friday morning, Smash Line Breakville. Yeah, those uh, those uh, Stadium Series jerseys are something, aren't they? Uh, we, you know we are going to put those under the microscope on this morning's show. Hopefully that microscope is in a lab that gets destroyed, much like C. Montgomery Burns' germ warfare lab that was destroyed by Mona Simpson. Uh, and, oh yeah, the Nashville Predators played a hockey game last night uh, against the Boston Bruins. Lost that 2 nothing, even though it's, yeah, probably uh, the score didn't indicate how well the Predators played, but we will get into that today. I'm Nick Morgan. I am a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime who is frantically trying to compare her hatch prints in her house to see what the heck is this supposed to inspire. You're exactly right. I'm Ann Kimmel, and I am a writer at OnTheForeCheck.com. Yeah, uh, the Predators played a game last night, and that is somehow not the main story <laughs> on this morning's show. That is so uh, true. Yeah, look, I mean, in case you miss it, the Nashville Predators unveiled the Stadium Series jerseys that they will be wearing February against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, there were high hopes for this. Like, and like I, I pointed out, like when this game was announced back in what was it? It was back in the summer sometime, yeah. I think. Um, and like that was the first question everybody asked was, Oh my god, what are they gonna do for the jerseys? Oh, are they gonna do like the, the blue and black or like some silver, maybe like like all gold or something like that? Like people had like all these like big ideas. It went into a frenzy Wednesday when the Preds put out like a teaser and it's like, oh, we're going back to Navy. And it was like kind of like this all Navy look. And it's like, ooh, Navy and gold is going to look so awesome. Yep. Yeah. And then and then. And then. Yeah. Now look, I'm full disclosure, this is all coming from somebody who's sitting here recording in a cheetah print sweatsuit. So just wear that. Just wear that in a game. I mean, you know. I'm I may not be Paris Fashion Week. And and I like and I I like to be a hoctimist in all arenas. But I I have to tell you the tease was almost the death of this jersey because you cannot set the hope so high with just that little shoulder corner and then unveil holy hell. Because these jerseys are they're and I say this with love in my heart, these jerseys are not good. They're not, they're not good. Like, I think there's probably a ton of people in Nashville who save space on their Christmas list waiting for the unveiling, myself included. Yeah. I was like texting my husband, Hey, don't do too much shopping just in case. And then I immediately texted him a picture of them and said, no need. Like these are not good. I texted my mom and dad last night and just sent them both and said, oh, my God, these are hideous. It's kind of a hint to say, please don't, don't do that. it. Yeah. Uh, go go back to the Winter Classic. I love that look. That was a uh, great jersey. Yeah. That's a great jersey. Yeah. 
Yeah, here's the thing. Like, the Stadium Series jerseys uh, for past games are, like, notoriously, like, weird. Wonky, uh, yeah. Like, you remember, like, the Avalanche, Charlie Brown-looking whatever they had. Uh, you know, they, they had uh, L.A. King has kind of had, like, the giant swoop. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's a, This is going to be a hot take. It's not the worst stadium series jersey i've seen um i still think that one belongs to colorado from a couple of years ago Hmm. but it's it's bad um and i think it's you know if they would have just gone with maybe like the yellow stripe and like the guitar pick yes up front i think that would have been cool but like the smash space ville Uh, that's, I think like that is just like, yeah, I mean, I get what they're going for, but yeah, you gotta figure that's going to open your team up to some ridicule. Yeah. Well, and let's break down if we, you know, if we have a moment, let's break down this Smashville, first of all. Let's do it. So they revealed the Jersey, the, the vomit hit the Twitterverse. Um, and then, you know, they, they put out kind of like, Hey, this is why this is, this is why this is. So the letters of Smashville, if you look at them are all different, they're different sizes, different fonts. And mm-hmm. so they came out, you know, in one of their talking points was the, it's, you know, mimicking the letterpress music posters, which are part of the Nashville music scene history. And I just so want to lovingly say there's a reason they don't do it like that anymore. There's a, like they never did that to begin. Like it's like the S in the word smash. There's two S's. One is like massive and the other is like narrow and thin, like a completely different font. And it's like, that's not how hatch print works. Like they don't change the font in the middle of the word. Yes. Well, and here's the thing. Somebody said this on Twitter and I a hundred percent agree with this. And I, and I apologize to whoever it was because I wish I could give them credit, but I don't remember, but they said, it looks like a ransom note. Like somebody cut (laughs) out the magazine letters and spelled, this is a ransom note. Only it says Smashville and, and the letters overlap into like, they exceed the gold stripe, which I'm like, you can't do that. Like you can't do. do that. Yeah, it's when they posted the close up. That's something I literally did not notice until like I took another look at it this morning. Mm. Uh, when I think it was A to Z, like had one picture of like this close up, and it's like yeah, like the tops of the letters go mm-hmm. like up into the actual like blue part of the jersey. Um, no, and, and, yeah. So it's like as the best way to just describe it is my OCD is very angry this morning. Yes. Yes. And you know, there are some things like I always try to be positive. There are some things about them that, that I, I like that have, you know, a lot of potential. I think it's kind of cool that they're made from partially recycled materials. I'm here for that. I like the stadium size numbers and the graphics are extra large. Okay. I get that. Now I don't like the font that you use to make them extra large. And I do like kind of that, you know, I graduated high school back in the era where like the rugby shirts were real cool. So mm-hmm. I like, you know, the stripe and the rugby shirt look. Um, but it's the Smashville where it just jumps. I mean, like it jumps the shark, like 
so jumps the shark. And then just pet peeve of mine, like their social media said, you can't let Pekka down, order yours today. And I'm like, don't you emotionally blackmail me with, with my hip twin? Like, don't you emotionally blackmail people into buying this with Pekka? Look, your offense has already let Pekka down for like a decade. Yes. Uh, let, let's not start with not buying a third jersey. Yes. Um. Yeah, like I think the the front of it like the smashville or the smashville yes true um, is that's the part it's so bad that like the other redeeming parts of the jersey get wiped out yes. um i actually i like the the number font um mm-hmm. and i kind of like the look of the back oh it would have been super cool if the the numbers instead of white were also gold just make yes. it like full on like blue and gold kind of yes. like a little like a college look like yes. a one college look i think that would look super clean um yeah. but yeah like there's like a lot of pieces i liked about this jersey that just got like completely overshadowed by the front of it yeah uh, and-, and to make matters worse and uh the tampa bay lightning also failed oh. their jerseys for the stadium series yeah game. Yeah, salt and, in the wound. Yeah, it, they're not great, but they're not bad. Like, especially in terms of, like, quirky stadium series jerseys. Oh, yeah. I think they nailed they nailed it. Like, if I didn't dislike strongly the Tampa Bay Lightning, I would be like, yeah. Like, that's a, they They nailed kind of the quirky but not ridiculous pretty well. Yeah. I hope they go with, like, white gloves and, and white uh, pants with it, too. And then I hope they like fall down on their way in the rink and grass stain them. But yeah, yeah. well, they'll have like three of their star players on uh, long-term injured reserve until the playoffs start. So uh, true. Yeah, true. So who knows? Um, hey, in case you forgot, the Nashville Predators played an actual hockey game last night. We are going to get into our one words we described a game. Also, some finer points. Uh, the reception of Craig Smith was a little bit interesting. Uh, but first, want to mention today our friends at Boost Mobile. You listen to our podcast for the power of knowledge, uh, we hope. But in the same vein, you also switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone, so you can listen to all of our latest episodes, because we know you do. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And you also get the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Powerful enough to hopefully design a better-looking Stadium Series jersey. Uh, Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save at Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoastMobile.com for details. Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day. Uh, Next week, we're getting into the spirit of Christmas, Anne. Uh, A 12 Days of Christmas themed countdown for our shows between now and Christmas. Uh, Yeah, we're, we're... we've been trying to come up with some fun stuff uh so like you know 12 days of christmas the song 
Uh, it's what, like 11 lords a leaping? Mm-hmm. Nine ladies dancing. There yeah. will be no dancing. No, like nine ladies dancing. We were going to do like best deeks in the NHL for like, you know, dancing around defenders. Uh, eight maids a milking. We were going to do like the biggest divers, something like that. Uh, it's a concept. Like we're still working on it, uh, but we're going to get started with that next week. So uh, be, be sure to tune into that. Uh, yeah, Nashville Predators, 2 nothing loss at Bridgestone Arena at the hands of the Boston Bruins. Um, you know, you, you look at the score, 2 nothing, and uh, you think, uh, well, you know, Predators offense died. And then you look at the stats, and you see, no, they didn't. In fact, this is probably one of the best games the Predators have played from a shot standpoint. 42 shots on goal last night. Yeah. Uh, And do we owe Nashville an apology for saying Boston was having goaltending issues? Yeah, we should be very careful what we talk about because Swayman in net was, I mean, he was just willing the puck out of the net and and you know you look at 42 shots and you think oh yeah but they were all probably from the blue line no they really weren't um there there was some good but the predators worked really hard offensively to get some you know medium to some high danger chances and there just was no there was just no penetrating that net area um there weren't many rebounds when we had people in front of the net there just weren't many rebounds that came out um but they did generate really good offensive chances and i'll be honest with you i think that the play of the predators in the game last night was comparable to the play that they had in you know the previous game that they won what was it six something yeah so by a lot so what's your one word to describe this game? Yeah, this one word, it sounds negative and I don't mean it negative. So so put on your John Hines just said the word identity hat. Um, my one word to describe the game last night was it was a slog. So uh, it, you know, th- it was a long, laborious work like they they stuck to their identity. They played this kind of gritty, um, like hardworking game. And I feel like they played that for 60 minutes. They just couldn't get the, the puck in the net. But I felt like this was not a game where you know, you can look back at a lot of these games where the Predators have lost and you can say, okay, puck possession, not great. Shot selection, really crappy. Um, super undisciplined play. Now, the Predators did have um, four penalties. Which... We can, and we can probably argue the validity of a couple of those later on. Yes, we could. Um but I feel like for the most part, this is a team that played to the identity that has been successful for them. And... I I hate to say this because it makes me sound hokey, but I think the puck just did not, they just didn't go in. I mean, obviously that's an accurate summation of the game, seeing as we had no goals, but it just didn't go in. And I don't feel like the Predators did anything super egregious away from their identity of this kind of like slogging along. So my one word for the game is it was a slog. Yeah, in the same vein 
as uh, everything you said, um, right? You're, I'm doing my one word right now, but you can't see it. It's shrug. Mm -hmm. I'm shrugging uh, because this is one of those games where you just have to sit back and go, "Eh, what can you do? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I am echoing the sentiment that I thought the Preds did a lot of things really, really well last night. Um, Obviously, 42 shots on net, five on their one power play opportunity. So, yeah, yeah, it's not like the power play just died either. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, you look at the shot chart last night. And, you know, you're, you're kind of thinking, oh, yeah, is it one of those, like, Peter Laviolette oh, things Lord. where they get 40 shots on goal, but they're all from, like, outside the blue line? Mm-hmm. Um, and, no, they're, like, you know, there's a couple of them right in the slot, but it's not like, you know, they're just, like, perimeter shooting all night. They did get some good chances in down low. Um, yeah. I think a lot of them came from, like, around the circles and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's that's- fine. Yep, that's medium to high danger. We'll take that. And yeah, yet... and, and that was our key yesterday was like, hey, the Predators, if they get pucks in the slot, like this is that's their key to victory. They did just that. It's just that they ran into a goaltender who probably had his best game of the season last night. Um, and you know what? That that happens. Yes. You know, you're not. We kind of mentioned this when the Calgary game happened. If you remember that whole thing where the Predators had zero business winning that game and wound up winning it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just, you know, you do everything right and, you know, a bounce or two goes your way and you find a way to pull out a win. And that's what the Bruins did. So I really don't have any qualms about Nashville's performance last night. Um, Yeah, you know, maybe you make the argument, sure, somebody should finish a couple of those chances. Um, but you know, one game, especially after a run of pretty good performances from Nashville, uh, I don't, I'm not going to go home and cry about this loss. Yeah, no, this feels like a, 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 as palatable a loss as you can, you can have in the NHL, because I, like you said, I feel like they did something, you know, they did most everything pretty darn well. Um, and there was a couple players that I thought had really good games, that just didn't pay off. Of course, you know, you talk about Forsberg and Duchesne and, and they, I thought had some really great looks as well, but I thought uh, Nick Cousins, you know, he would end up in front of the net and just, man, just could not get that puck away from Swayman to get it past him. And I also thought Philip Tomasino, I have really liked watching his game these last couple of times. He just seems like maybe he's playing with some more confidence. He's jumping into the mix a little bit more. And I thought he had a pretty good game last night too. So there's not a lot for me of things to say, man, the Nashville Predators have got to clean this up or do this, you know, um, it just was a game they didn't win. There, There's a reason that teams don't win 82 games, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, a really good goalie. And that can be an excuse. In this case, I don't think it is. I just really think that's what happened last night. Yeah, I think there's going to be a, uh, a lot of players we want to dissect a little bit more coming up in just a second, including... Craig uh, Craig Smith's return to Smashville was kind of an interesting reception. We'll get into that in a second. 
Yeah. First, we want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Sports. Bet online where the game starts. Well, you can bet that the holidays are my favorite time of year food-wise, and this year I am happy to have a protein bar that tastes just as good as my mom's Christmas cookies uh, so I can stay nice and healthy for my trip home for Christmas. That is where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar has so many flavors that you'll have a hard time choosing. Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate possibilities are endless built bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines yeah built bar gives you a little something to keep you going because it's the season of peace and love don't bring up your favorite built bar flavor at family parties people are so passionate about their favorite flavor they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret that I learned, Anne. If you dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little. It gives your uh, beverage a little bit of that Bilt Bar flavor. Yeah, so uh, that's where the mint brownie really comes in handy for me. Or raspberry chocolate. Who doesn't love that? If you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Bilt Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. All of them taste great. You won't believe that they're filled with protein. Here's an offer. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Predators fall to the Bruins 2-0 at Bridgestone Arena last night, and we saw the return of one Mr. Craig Smith. We did. This was so surprising to me that it was his first time back. I forgot about that whole like pandemic wacky season. Didn't play the Bruins for, you know, eons thing. But yeah, Craig Smith came back and they did a tribute video, which I thought was really great, kind of highlighting some of his stuff in the community yeah. and some of his big on ice plays. They did not highlight the anniversary of the missed empty net goal, which was a little bit favorite moment. I mean, like way to skip the biggest holiday ever. Um, But yeah, Craig Smith came back. Now I will say this. I thought that it was a little bit awkward that they did this amazing Craig Smith tribute video. And then at the very end, they're like, yeah, welcome back to Eric Holla. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, so not Batman and really barely Robin. <laughs> yeah, at least they didn't boo Eric Howla like uh, Carolina mm. Hurricanes fans. Yeah. Both returning Preds with an assist last night. I know. What's uh, up so with that? Revenge, I guess. Um, yeah, Rem Pitlick's going to score 12 when he wild come to Bridgestone Arena next. Well, he scored one last night. Not that I'm counting, except that I am. Yeah, 
you and uh, our friend Jeff Middleton can have a good rant about this sometime. Oh, we will. Um, yeah. So was it just me? Like Craig Smith got a nice like ovation and got mm-hmm. a little teary eyed and stuff like that. Um, they did the whole sucks thing at the beginning when they read the lineups. They mm-hmm. don't usually do that. Like when a returning player is coming back for the first time. Yeah. Did Craig uh, Smith usually, suck? Do what? Did Did Craig Smith suck? Did uh, they get they, a, Did he get a suck? He did get a suck. Oh wow! Um, and you know, it was a nice reaction with the fans. A little was okay. Was it just me, or was it a little bit more muted than I thought? I felt that way. Now I wasn't at Bridgestone last night, but just from what I saw when they came back to the game and what I saw online. I was really surprised because if you look statistically, Craig Smith has been a, he was a really big deal in Nashville. Now he's not necessarily one of the players that you instantly go, Oh, he, yeah, he was a predator, but in Nashville, like he was a pretty big deal. So I kind of felt that way too. Like I thought, I think people are, they're like, they're kind of over Smitty more than I thought that they would be. And I'm surprised that he got a sucks. Maybe it's timing. Uh, yeah. Like maybe just everybody kind of forgot. Um, or, you know, there, you could also maybe just point to the fact that uh, maybe Craig Smith kind of like hinted at some things on his way out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, maybe that was it. I don't know. Uh, that's just me. I, I could be completely reading that wrong, but it did seem like um, – a little bit muted to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip Forsberg last night, uh, maybe the Predators' best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good at pushing the uh, offense. Probably had the two best chances of the night. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, he got a sizable amount of penalty killing time. Yes, I saw that. And I wondered what was going on. But, yeah. you know... And, and we've pointed out before, um, you know, how good of a defensive player Forsberg is. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, a couple of years ago, I think where there was a, uh, a Brian Baston wrote an article kind of making a push for Forsberg to maybe just be in the Selkie conversation mm-hmm. uh, because of how well he was doing defensively. Um, so, yeah, it's it, but it was interesting because we really haven't seen him in that role before. Usually, you know, it, it's Sissons and Grandland and. Um, you know, some of the herd line folks are the first lines off the bench, but uh, yeah, it was, it was good to kind of see him get some opportunities too. Um, yeah. Nick Cousins, no shorthanded time last night, which is kind of something to read into. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered about that. Now, like I said, I thought Cousins had a good five on five game, but yeah, I think that's interesting. We'll just let it sit there and see how that kind of pans out. But the other player who I thought had a really good game, and and this is something that I have noticed over the last three or four games, is I feel like Matt Benning is just silently doing his thing and doing it well um, on the kill for sure. But I just, I have to say, I feel so much better about that whole third line defensive pairing with Boro and Benning right now. Um, they just seem like they're, you know, they're on top of things, you know, there's a while where that third defensive pairing was like what I was going to name my bleeding ulcer because it was just (laughs) so, it was so stressful, 
But um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Benning and also to Boro because I feel like um, there's not a, a, a raise in blood pressure dip in performance when they're on the ice. So I, I noticed that as well. Yeah, all of them another good game last night. It, it really speaks volumes that um, John Hines has been trusting both of those guys and, and Philip Myers when he's been in the lineup as well, uh, that mm-hmm. he's really trusting his depth people to play on special teams, you know, kind of play in, um, you know, a specialized role. That's that's how you want your team to use the depth players on the roster. Yeah. Um, so that really did speak volumes to me. And um, yeah, um, it, but it, it's good to see the Predators get more help this year from their bottom pair. Yes. Um, Matias Eckholm. Yeah. Uh, a little, I, I don't really know the best way to go about this. Um, not as big of an impact this year. Yes. Is that fair to say? Okay. Yes. And I, you know, I hate to say it because he's, he's my Swede. The tall um, Swedish Redwood. He is the tall Swedish Redwood. He is, Yes, but I feel that way too. My husband and I actually had a conversation about this last night that, you know, I don't think that Matias Ekholm is playing poorly by any means, but I don't think we're seeing peak Eki. Um, And Ekholm is not somebody just from the way he conducts himself and the way that he plays and just from what we see of his personality. I don't think this is at all a case of like, yeah, I signed my contract. I'm just going to put in my time. That's not what this is. Um, But I do think that everybody is sort of waiting to see a little bit more from, from Ekholm um, offensively for sure. But, you know, just, we're not seeing peak Ekholm yet. Yeah, I think there's still time. Um, yeah. A few weird plays last night. Um, you know, yeah. He took like a that. penalty. He did take a penalty on a breakaway. And it was one of those ones where, you know, penalties make me crazy, Nick. They make me crazy. That's like true. My kid's being disobedient. It makes me crazy. But that one, I was like, okay, yeah. You know, that's one of those ones that you just – Sometimes you got to be like, yeah, I'll go sit in the sin bin for y'all because we blew it. Um, but <laughs> just, for the team. I'm just going to go ahead and sit down and feel a little bit of shame on behalf of all y'all. But yeah, I it just, it's, it's not where this isn't necessarily the Matias at home that we're used to seeing. And I look forward to that play level returning. Well, Hopefully we will see it this Saturday. Uh, yeah. The Predators take on the Montreal Canadiens at home at Bridgestone Arena again. Uh, last time the Preds played the Canadiens, it did not go well. Oh, Lord. I would expect a little bit of a different uh, result this time. Uh, yes. Less of a weird week uh, because the Preds had that canceled game. Um, yeah, I would say this is probably more of a, a normal thing. So, uh yeah, expecting real quick. And uh, any any thoughts on how that game's going to turn out? Uh, I agree with you. I don't think we're going to see a repeat, even though, you know, I hate Montreal's coming off a 4-1 loss. I always hate when t- like I want teams to come in overconfident. 
Is that too much to ask? Come in overconfidence so we can shatter your self-worth. There we go. Um, but no. We're losing seasons uh, and maybe the Predators can lure some teams into false sense of security. False sense of security. I'm all here for that. No, I think if the Predators play the way that they played last night, I this is, I think, you know, this is not going to turn out like it did before. So I feel good. I think the Predators will... I, I don't know what to say about that last Montreal game. So I'm simply not going to say a thing and yeah. say, you know, stick to your identity, play to your identity and we'll see how Saturday night goes, but yeah. I don't expect a repeat. For sure. Um, that's going to do it for us today here at locked on predators. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We will be back Monday uh, with a full recap of predators versus Canadians. Also our plus minuses for the week. Uh, until then, go check on Locked On Bets. Become an expert of your fantasy and your sports betting.